0: And welcome to Who's He? The Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil, and me, Paul. And on this week's episode, we will be looking back at Series Five, Um, and this time we'll be looking at the Time of Angels. Um, So, first things first, how have you been this week, Paul? Yes, fine. Fine. Busy. Yeah, Yeah, same here. Same here. Just
1: trying to struggle through with no new Who. I
0: know it's 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 weird, really, because we're also (laughs) as we've sort of. uh, we're sort of struggling now to actually get stuff to go for a podcast, so we're we're back to as I say, we're back to series five retrospective now, um, and hopefully um, that will take us some time near Christmas. Maybe I don't
1: know. Should do if, should we, if we can in a couple of commentaries as well. Yeah, yeah, we, we should, should be able to.
2: Cool, you, can't, you can't lucky! people. No, I just can't wait. Can I man. can't,
0: you <laughs> lucky people. Can you tell the enthusiasm in our voices there? <laughs> OK, well, first things first, then, let's crack on with the news. And as to be expected, there is not an awful lot of news to be uh, had this week. Um, we've got a couple of things, though. Um, the first thing is the Christmas special. Um, there's been a brief synopsis released, um, which is on the Den of Geek website. That um, We just had a little talk about this before we started recording. Um, we don't think this is at all spoilery, do we? No. No, it doesn't give anything away. Um, So let's read it out to you in case you haven't read it for yourself. Um, Basically, it says, The special set during the Second World War sees Madge Arwell and her two children, Lily and Cyril, evacuated to a draught-held house in Dorset, where the caretaker is a mysterious young man in a bow tie and a big blue parcel is waiting for them under the tree. They're about to enter a magical new world and learn that a Time Lord never forgets his debts. Which... Sounds nice and Christmassy, doesn't it? Yes, yes. I don't know if it's going to out Christmas last year's one, but they seem
1: to be willing to want to top top each one, don't they? Each year as it goes by. Yeah, yeah. No, but interesting to see what the Christmas angle is. Well, when
0: they say about yeah. enter a magical new world, that sounds a little bit Lion of Witch and the Wardrobe to me, especially yeah. with, with the kids being evacuated. Yeah, which is again from Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe. So maybe there's a bit of. Um, last year we 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 plagiarised Dickens. And the, the, this year we're uh, plagiarising the, the, the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who I can't remember who actually wrote it. Can you?
1: Uh, no, not off the top of my head. No, me neither. Me neither.
0: Whatever. No. I you know, No, can't think. Can't think what it is. But, uh, yeah. So, if we get any more news on that, that's not spoilery. We'll, um, we'll uh, keep everyone informed. But... Uh,
1: I like the way we introduce anything any, any time we actually need to talk about anything that isn't Who. We both sit here going no, don't know anything about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it does tend to lead that we've got a one track life. We have really, don't <laughs> we? Sad lives we lead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I play computer games as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as the new Doctor Who game comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, next week folks, that's news. They are. There's the, yes, the gunpowder plot released on the 31st of October. Don't forget to be downloaded from the BBC website. Um, when we, If we get a link to that, we'll, uh, we'll give it to you. Anyway, now the other bit of news, um, or the only other bit of news, I should say, for next week is... I don't know if you can really call it news, can you? It's, it's rumour, more than anything else. Um, well, it's, it's an interview, isn't it, that Matt Smith's given? Yeah. Um, he, well, it's when he spoke to VH1... Uh, he was on his latest trip to the USA. Um, he was asked what his future plans are, um, but basically, I think really to sort of what he was going to do to try and crack America. And basically, he said that he's got one more um, series left, which is which he's contracted to, and then he'll be sort of touting around LA looking for work. Um, now you can read into that
1: what you like yeah to be honest,
0: um but obviously it's pretty, it's
1: pretty much what David Tennant did, isn't it? It is really a, uh, it's a, it's a, hmm, yes, and we would see the success of that, oh yes, can't we yes, Hmm, less said about
0: about um yeah, so who knows really I mean, he's been reporting a lot of a lot of sites saying that you know oh, he's he's leaving he may not make it to the 50th anniversary. The truth is we do not know, nobody knows what's going on um nobody knows if. There's going to be, like, a series in its entirety next year. It's going to be split. Nobody knows at all at the moment. There's so many conflicting... It is just rumour. There's no fact yeah. involved here at all, is there? Yeah.
1: No, if you, if you want to carry on rumours and whatever. I mean, I suppose that would allow him to do. If he does the full series next year, if they started the new series with the 50th anniversary, the series that follows in the following series with the 50th anniversary... Mm. And of course they to do a regeneration in the fiftieth anniversary show.
0: Yeah, which which would be a good thing. I would like to see Matt Smith in the fiftieth.
1: Yeah. Um
0: I know he's he's spoken about it before in other interviews. Um I can't see him
1: bailing out before the fiftieth, I really can't. I mean they could even just do it as a as the opening bit to it. Could be the Oh it could be. Regeneration.
0: It would make a an amazing an amazing story. Um Yeah. And It'd about, be an
1: interesting start to it. I it mean. would be,
0: um, but Stephen Moffitt's already said that you know he's got something very, very big lined up for for the fiftieth, and it's going to be a, a, a year of of a lot of who bowl all accounts. Mm. So there we go. There we go. But it's it would be a shame to see him leave because he is he is fantastic in the role. But yeah. obviously you can't expect him to stay doing it forever.
1: Yeah, I yeah that's the thing, isn't it? The the the, the point on this is if you want really good actors in it, then you've got to accept that they're going to get offers yeah, they're to going to move things. On. Yeah, they're going to move on eventually. Um, and in actual fact, if it is actually becomes a stepping stone to something bigger for actors, then hopefully that would improve the... Well, that would keep the quality of actors that are actually in, wanting to take the Well, on. that's right. I mean, it, it, it certainly, as it is sort of taking off in America
0: at the moment, it really would raise an actor's profile... Which it, yep. had, it had it did for David Tennant to a certain degree, um, and it's doing that now for for Matt Smith. He's yep. you know he's sort of what do they say hot property at the moment. So yeah, I don't I, I don't blame him to be honest. I say we would all be I think a lot of people would be sad to see him go. There is a lot of people who would be glad to see the back of him. I am not one of those people.
1: No, and
0: I can't understand him. No, I can't either. I can't. But there we go. There we go. There's the say. It's just rumour. There's no facts. It's just a little little snippet of an interview that's been sort of reported in the press, and it's just been taken as fact that he's going. So um, that's nothing of the uh, nothing like it at all. Nothing like it. Um, But you also had a little bit of
1: yeah. It was 50th anniversary, wasn't it? Yeah, anniversary. Uh, Peter Davison in an interview said that he'd be open to do something for it he couldn't necessarily see that they would because he didn't think that was the way they'd go mm. with this but was very much if they could get past the fact of him obviously being older he'd be quite happy to do it I think a, a lot of them would apart from um, Christopher Eccleston
0: I think I think the, the remaining doctors would probably want to get involved
1: don't know about Tom Baker yeah that, they that, that they, really, well, they really would have actually. It wouldn't surprise me, me if he him, but. would, but then you've really got to work out how you're gonna have changed. Yeah, that's right. Because I mean, he's, he's, yeah, I mean, thing. his
0: doctor was so recognisable. It wasn't just the you know the long yeah. scarf and everything. It was it was the big mop of brown curly hair which he has no longer got. Yeah. So that yeah that that would be a challenge. But I could do a vocal bit for it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's um, oh a bit squeaky then. Um, yeah, I think also, of course, Colin Baker has drastically changed. Yes. Since he's in the role as well. But again, it can all easily be explained that way. They did explain it um, with that time crash. Children in Need special, didn't they, which Peter Davison was in? Yeah. So they sort of did explain why he, why he looked older. Um, and I think, hasn't David Tennant already said that he would, he would be up for it? I seem to rem- remember reading that somewhere.
1: Um. Yeah. Some something rings a bell with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you could see he'd do it cause, I think he would. As I say, the only person who wouldn't would be Eccleston. I mean, you think it'd be quite easy <clears throat> to actually do something because obviously there'd be some story about time not being quite right anyway. Yeah. So to have an aging process to have had the other doctors being dragged through an aging process wouldn't be could easily be written. Yeah, it could. It really could. Um, this is just wishful thinking. It is, right. really. yeah. We are
0: reading a lot into this. We've got absolutely no idea what's happening. But it you it, say, it's just on our wish list at the moment. It yeah. really is. Um, but, in, again, I would like to see the 50th anniversary as a means to get Paul McGann on the, back on the television again as the Doctor.
1: I mean, we presume that he'd want to do it.
0: I'd, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I'm just beginning to wonder if he just thinks...
1: I think the Eighth Doctor audios have stopped now as well, haven't they? Yeah, but I mean, obviously, from that, he's not anti Doctor Who. It's not. Oh, as he's as not. After no. After the after the film, he wants nothing more to do with it and has um left, you know, in a huff or whatever. So, hmm. we presume he's still got a soft spot for the role. I'd, I'd certainly hope so because I would like to see him
0: back on the back on the telly again in that role. I really would cause he, he was he, he was one of the he was like the only good thing about the t v movie, yeah really was um, but there we go, so it's we've no I'm idea we...
1: around Sylvester McCoy aren't we?
0: actually, I completely forgot about Sylvester McCoy that's terrible <laughs> i think I think he would do it though,
1: yeah, I've got no idea what he looks like now, actually um I don't
0: think he looks that different to be honest, I think it looks a little bit more um. Sort of rounder than he did. But I think Faj- See, he wasn't a
1: young man, was he at the time? No, he wasn't. To a, I, th- I, think to an a, I
0: think he's a bit greyer now, but I I think yeah. he you know, he hasn't changed that much to
1: be honest. I mean that was the advantage that John Pertz we had, didn't it? it? Was when it when it came to doing the five doctors was the fact that because he was already fairly reasonably old and Yeah, that's right. He didn't actually look that much different, despite the fact that it was obviously.
0: Well, actually, you say that. uh, So obviously, we did that as our audio commentary last week. He he did. If you can sort of compare um, sort of stills or or the video footage of him in the the five doctors back to his last season, um, he did look considerably older. It's not until you sort of put the two photographs together you,
1: you notice it. But in the the sense that he still had the... Oh, the big shock of white hair. He didn't lose it, did he? No. Lucky sod. Um, Um, And hadn't... Wasn't carrying... An enormous amount of weight difference or... No. Anything like that. No, that's right. I think he was quite a... And his doctor had always been sort of the laid-back... Well, I mean, I know he did do quite a lot of... He was a man of action, thing, wasn't he? Yes. But wasn't particularly a running-around doctor, was he, to that extent? His action was he'd jump into things and drive off, as opposed to...
0: Yeah, exactly. If, if they, if that, that said that, uh, that's A about bit of Pertwee, standing
1: around and, and, <laughs> and throwing people.
0: <laughs> I thought you said I said more about Pertwee, because he just to like getting gadgets into it, didn't
1: he? So, mm. um, But... Uh, What's this got to do with the news? <laughs> now we've just got onto onto, onto onto memory lane and old doctors, really, haven't we? Uh...
0: Oh dear, oh dear.
1: Anyway, see,
0: so, yeah, we told you it was thin on the ground for news this week. Dear, oh dear. Anyway, shall, shall we shall we shall we, wrap, shall we wrap this up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Before we regress into what God knows what. Okay, then, folks. So. um that was an extremely padded news right it is time f- to continue with our retrospective of series 5 um after a very very long break and we're going to continue with time of angels or the time of angels I should say um
1: now after so we're, we're back to river song Phil.
0: we're back to river song unfortunately um But I've got to say, at this particular point in time, they hadn't overdone the character. So after watching it again, I was sort of like, oh, bloody old River Song. But I actually still enjoy it. (coughs) Hey! Sorry. He's still dying. (laughs) What am I cheering for? (laughs) This podcast will be mine, all mine (laughs) soon. No, it's... um, I don't know if that's how they, they... It's weird comparing River Song... To the, from the fifth series to the sixth series, because it's like a completely different character. Um, she's all sort of very, I can't remember, it's all, it's all, it's all, hello, sweetie, and sort of clicking her fingers, and, the, and the, you know the doctor comes running. But it's not overdone, and I think that's what ruined it for me in, in series six. It was the character was
1: overdone. Yeah, well, she's at this point. She's still got to be careful about what she can say and what she can't. Yeah. Say, isn't she? So, yeah, that's right. Um, and I actually preferred
0: it that way. Um, so, but I, I mean, watching it back, um, and it was one of my favourite episodes from, well, favourite stories, actually, because it obviously it's a two-parter um, from series five, and I still very much enjoyed it when I watched it this weekend.
1: Yeah, even knowing what's happening, actually, the speed at which it goes through, and you suddenly think, "Oh, that's it."
0: Yeah, it's a, it's, it doesn't hang about. You're just does such it? into it. Yeah. There's there's no let up in it, and it is. I think it's really really good. Yeah. I mean, even the even the um, the quieter moments, they still rattle along at a a fair pace, and the you know the dialogue's really good, and the way it's directed is really good. You know, it's just um, it's just a damn damn fine two part story.
1: Yeah, you're not you're not aware of any filler at all in it, are you? No. To it, you know, it's it's all telling the story. I mean, if we take it from the beginning, I mean, the
0: opening is probably one of the most sort of, I it's all sort of audacious, is, is that the word you could use for an audacious opening?
1: You could do. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, it's just, again, it's sort of River Song sort of showing off, but I didn't actually quite, I didn't mind the way it was done this time, because was, it was nothing, as I say, it wasn't overdone, it was just the way she went about things to leave a trail for the Doctor. Yeah, to to find her uh, was, I thought it was very very well done. I really did. Um, you got the whole thing with the the exploding airlock and all that. Um, she, I mean, Alex Kingston does make quite quite a good sort of femme fatale. That sort of nineteen forties look. Yeah, she was going for there. Um, but the, the it was the opening of the, the opening scene though because everyone said oh yeah, it's Mike Skinner from the streets which means absolutely nothing to me. Are you, I'm not aware of their work. Are you?
1: Uh I've I, 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 heard but not particularly. Yeah, no, I've,
0: I've got no absolutely no opinion. Um,
1: sort them out.
0: No. Um, everyone say oh it's Mike Skinner from the streets. I so it means absolutely nothing it means nothing to me then it means nothing to me now to be <laughs> honest <So. laughs> um yeah but then it, it sort of highlighted the you know, the various ways she keeps escaping from prison um and it does seem it seems to, seem to highlight that the, the guards are extremely thick <laughs> yeah uh but anyway that's a but it was, it was an interesting opening anyway you know a guy stumbling around in a in a field um and then you see Simon Dutton Walked towards him. Who I don't know if many people remember. You and me certainly remember that he was once the Saint. Saint, yes. Yes. Um, In a sort of a very, very short-lived attempt at reviving the series. Was it? Was it in the early to mid '80s?
1: Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, about '83, '84, I think.
0: Yeah, it was. I think he did like yeah, three or four two-hour stories as the Saint. Never really took off, but. but he's just one of these people who seems to pop up in things. I don't know if that was a little a little nod to the fact that was he up for Bond at one time as well? He must have been.
1: Uh, I suppose so. Would have been around the right time. I'd have thought. I suppose. Yeah. Well, say so he certainly looked
0: the part in the in this particular story. Anyway, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. So, um, just to show he wasn't sort of seen in it again afterwards. It was. I think it would have made quite a good an- antagonist for uh, for River Song. But anyway, um, so once you, you get on board the TARDIS, it sort of then you had all the, the hints laid. Then then of course we now we now know who her to the fly the TARDIS, don't we? Yes, it was the TARDIS itself, so. um, and the Doctor wasn't there. No, he wasn't. They, they kept that bit. They kept that. That was that's, that's still uh, that still rang true. Come the end, um, but I did like the, the way she sort of. I'm trying to think of the way to to put it in sort of uh, anta- sort of, sort of antagonising to some to some degree, sort of like you know she can fly properly, he can't.
1: It's pretty much the same way as they had in the Impossible western isn't it? With her following him round, with her sonic screwdriver. Well, no. Um, <laughs> at the beginning, when before they go to, when they go to land in the um, the White House, and he's throwing switches and she's just.
0: Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm... Yeah, Impossible Astronaut. Sorry, I was... For some reason, I was thinking of the um, David Tennant silence in the library, for some reason. Yeah. Oh, God, that's what made me think of that. Yeah, sorry, yes, Impossible
1: Astronaut. Yeah, that's, it's to her, being able to fly the TARDIS properly.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. um yeah, it was that she knew how to uh, yeah. make it turn invisible. and Yeah, it was all... He was throwing stuff, and he was hearing loud noises, and she was just going around correcting after him. mm yeah,
2: it was yeah so it, it, th-
1: it that, that followed pretty much onto from from this, didn't it? It did. It did. Um but then of course you get the um
0: the actual crash of the sort of the Byzantium itself. Um now obviously at the time all the, the forums were a wash of photographs of Matt Smith and uh Karen Gillen and, and Alex Kingston on the beach.
1: Yeah. In whilst filming
0: those scenes. And of course it was and it's Hard to believe, actually, when you watch it, that was the first episode that was recorded in the filming block. Yeah. So that was Matt Smith's first stab at being the Doctor. And
1: when you sort of think back on it, he he had it immediately, didn't he? Yeah. There's no difference in actually his portrayal of the character there. To, it's not actually needed to develop.
0: No. Because I th- I, oh, I'm trying to think back now because I think... The eleventh hour was one of the last things to be recorded. Well, it was certainly shot out sequence, and he had to yeah. so basically he had to go back to being well, not the eleventh Doctor. He sort of had to grow into it over over the course of the story. Yeah. So it's quite amazing to see, like, okay, well, the first thing he did actually film, he he was the the Doctor how he envisaged to play it.
1: Yeah. And really, literally really nailed it straight away. Yeah. wonder if it helps actually having playing playing it against a character that knows him very well that he doesn't know
0: well yeah you could you could be right there because it was i mean let's not forget it was also karen gillen's first um attempt at being amy yeah so she had to behave like she'd known him for a couple of stories
1: interesting if you watch the commentary to this apparently she had a big speech to do on the beach
2: Oh right, yeah.
1: But they had to cut because the basically the tide came in quicker than they thought. <laughs> so her main which was supposed to, which was apparently her audition piece. Oh, okay. I I've never, I haven't actually listened to the commentaries on these
0: yet. I've I've only, I've only had the DVDs over a year, but there you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so apparently that was there was quite a lot that should have been done on the beach that wasn't, that was all set up. That never actually got done because they literally only had by the time they set everything up to film, they ran out of time there. No, oh, that's a shame.
0: Because oh, even really some shy. of the
1: some of it was actually already shot in the shot in the quarry rather than on the beach. Anyway, because they had to. Yeah. That became the main set for the night shoot.
0: Oh that's a shame actually. I would like to have um, it's a shame it wasn't
1: it must be there for prosperity somewhere. Stephen Moffitt doing the commentary was saying about because that was the first shoot, first day shooting.
2: Yeah.
1: And he's saying they're trying to keep everything quiet. And he's standing there on his phone at the set, on on the set, Mm. on on the beach, on the um, location, and looking at the internet and sees a picture of himself standing there holding his phone. There is no escape from Joe
0: Public, <laughs> or the pap or the paparazzi either. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So um, where, where did we get up to? Yes, yeah, so on the beach, and it was their the first bit of filming and everything. So um, yeah, good stuff. Um, but then of course it's sort of, and I was a bit dubious about bringing back the Weeping Angels again when I first watched this because they were so well done in Blink. Yeah. And it's usually that thing of sort of you know the you know, the uh, the law of diminishing returns.
1: Yeah. The more, more there's only so many ways that you can yeah. um kill something or get, out, you, get all, out of a situation against a particular monster, yeah. isn't there? That's right.
0: Um but I thought they were used very, very effectively. In this particular story, starting with the uh, the looped bit of um, TV footage. Yeah. It was the same four seconds looping around, and then they actually sort of. What was, what was the thing in the, in the book that the doctor was reading out?
1: Um, was it an image? Of... An image of an angel becoming
0: an angel. angel. That's it. Um, and I did like the way it was intercut with him reading that and what Amy was seeing on, on the TV screen. Yeah, and again, it was used very. It was used very well because it, again, it was sort of. She briefly turned her head, and it was sort of close to the screen. And the and the, the use of um, music as well, yeah, sort of made you jolt, didn't it? It sort of it, it sort of hit home a lot more.
1: Well, I, I think this 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 the whole of series five was the first one where you really, really just started to realise how well that was using the music, wasn't it? Yeah, um... From the 11th hour onwards. And if you take that this one was... One of the first things to be finished.
0: It does make you wonder if... I mean, if you think back to when Russell T Davis saw, Because the big complaint about... I think we talked about this before anyway, was... The music was just overpowering. Yeah. It was just too loud. It drowned out dialogue. And it was guilty of that on a couple of occasions. Um... Actually, even in, in Series Six, it was it was occasionally that the dialogue was drowned out by the music. But I can sort of imagine Rusty Davis. Now it's got to be bigger, it's got to be louder, and and it was it yeah. was sometimes to the detriment of the show. But as you, as you said, with Series Five, they they did begin to just sort of sort of turn the volume down a little bit and just use it a bit more sparingly.
1: Yeah, and you just think that there has been a certain te- tendency to underplay rather than overplay, hasn't mm. there? Yeah, definitely. With it. Um, and, for,
0: and, for a, and for a story like this, you need that, don't you? You don't need yeah. overbearing
1: music. Yeah. I mean, even when you get round to the point of later on where the Doctor realises he's been wrong about what the statues are. Yeah. You get the sort of Doctor's music there, but it's not the triumphant That's a word. <laughs> I'll take <laughs> it as one. I can't, I'm not going to think of nothing else to say that. <laughs> um, version of the Doctor's theme, don't you?
2: Yes, you it, do. It's a
1: lot more slower, a lot more darker
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Because he's actually screwed up.
2: Actually, you you
1: actually. Compared to then when you get to the end of this, the cliffhanger at the end of this, when he's telling him, telling them. We're jumping around this episode anyway. Yeah, I know, exactly. Um, It's it's a a, a retrospective the One thing you don't do is put me. Then, (laughs) Then you've got the full blown Doctor's theme, haven't you? 11th Doctor's theme. Yeah. And it's triumphalism to that but it's just the the, the different variations to that when and how that was used in this episode they've
0: they've done that a lot or rather murray gold's done that a lot and it's worked really well because he's he's if i know we're jumping back onto series six and i i again it gives me another chance to talk about um the girl who waited he uses different versions of amy's theme yeah. In that as well. And he and the, the there's a there's particular acoustic guitar version that they use in that episode. Um and he does, he's made he's he's sort of varied his sort of the characters' themes since series five a lot more effectively, I think. It's, yeah. it's always been there. You know, each character like Rose had a theme, Martha's had a theme, Donna's had a theme, um
1: well, But they've it, had a theme and that's literally been it, isn't it? Yeah. It's when that's been used, or whether that's been woven in, but the, the the slight variations and to suit the mood, or to suit what's happened to the character, yeah, has definitely been used a lot better since series five. I, yeah, I, yeah, totally five yeah, totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. I yes. don't know. That's just direction to Murray Gold, or that Murray Gold has been given the license to to do what he wants to do. I don't know.
0: You you could be right there, actually. Because I I do, I just do get the feeling that, that, as I said, you know, not not too long ago, that you know, Rusty Davies, it's got to be big, it's got to be loud, it's it's all very um, sort of bombastic all the time.
1: Yeah, Um, and I think think that his tenth
0: Doctor was, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Um, It probably just suited the. It suited the star of the show. Then it suited the tenth Doctor, as you say. Um, But I think this one's a little bit more. I don't think introspective is the right word. I think Matt Smith's doctor's a bit more introspective. Yeah. He does sort of like um, look at his own actions a little bit more, doesn't he? He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's got that
1: sort of guilt. Yeah, he's always it. been well aware of, of the action and consequence, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. In everything. That's it. And um, he's, he's, there's also been a lot more open to him actually being wrong this well, you, you said, didn't really have with Tenant's Doctor.
0: No. Um, Tenant's Doctor was a... We're doing a max, sort of 10th and 11th Doctor comparison there. Yeah. Um, but Tenant's Doctor, he, he did know everything. Yeah. And I think that that kind of annoyed me about the character. He didn't actually find a lot out. He just knew it. Yeah. And I don't know if that's to do with the... Again, with the 45-minute format, we are not allowed a lot of exposition... And detective
1: work—it's—I just to keep keep it moving. Yeah. Um, but, no, I don't know, though. But, but, but then, that Matt Smith's doctors had exactly the same. I mean, get, get coming back to this episode. Well, no, he you knows the various it... clues to the fact of the population there being two-headed. Yeah. And it was mentioned two or three times, which I certainly didn't pick up on myself. Watching it the first time No otherwise. I didn't now no. Knowing, yeah, Watching we... it again Knowing what the Yeah we know the outcome Now wants. don't we Yeah But the fact that None of the statues were Two headed Yeah the but... two headed race Would make Statues that resembled Themselves well, I, think
0: that, that's the, that, I think that's the I think that's the That's the one thing You picked up on there Is the fact that He thought he was right Yeah He, he was He sort of he, There was no So there was no Again because you're still Trying to fit into that 45 minute format he thought he knew, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, I'm wrong. Yeah, and like that, and you know that um, that's been sort of like a, re- a recurring theme of his yeah. doctor. Really, isn't it? I mean, especially th- uh, th- this you know this series that's just gone.
1: Yeah. Well, God complex. Yeah. In particular. And um, Curse of the Black Spot as well. Yeah, he literally went through. Every five minutes, wasn't it? No, scrap that. Yeah, that's it. So
0: I think I mean, that, and that's probably the right way to do it. If you're going to have to sort of speed the story along and, and your main character's got to know... doesn't have to know everything, but he's got to have no. a certain knowledge of the... Obviously, he's got have the a
1: knowledge of the universe. He's not, but, you know... Um, well, he, he can know it and he can work it out, isn't there? Yeah. It's just you can't... You wouldn't expect someone to instantly remember everything. No, that's right. I and mean, that's the thing with it, isn't it? The fact that he... he, he He's intelligent enough to work it out, but wouldn't necessarily know it. Mm. Now,
0: yet again, actually, when you go back onto the them realizing that the statues didn't have two heads, um, he said that was either a an, again the perception filter.
1: Yeah, because he said I've forgotten a- actually that he'd mentioned that until I watched that. Again yeah, same here. Um,
0: but he said it was, it's either a, a low level perception filter or they're extremely thick.
1: Mm. Yeah, which or we're extremely thick. thick. But they did actually did say that. Yeah. It necessary that it might not be. It just might be that they just have been blundering through without realising. Yeah, um, but
0: but again, that was used sort of quite well as well. There's sort of like the you know decaying angels as well. So you got again, you have got a, again, got a, a slight um, twist on what you expect to to see a, we, a weeping angel as. Yeah, you got them down in this sort of um, decayed form, um, which I thought was quite. Again that was quite effective. And then sort of moving about in the shadows, sort of crawling around the rocks and everything, it was it was really, I thought it was really, really good. But yeah. actually we we moved away actually from I thought the, the way the weeping angel came out of the television.
1: Yeah, that's where we started this
0: That's bit. where we started this bit, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I thought that was that was really, really good. Um and that proves that, that again it it sort of proves to me that's a Doctor Who is still scary. Yeah. Again, the bit, it was just sort of getting closer and closer to the screen, and then then it sort of turns into its evil, snarling face, and the next, right up close to the screen, and the next minute, it's in the room. I mean, that must have given kids nightmares thinking that the the damn thing's going to count the television Television. at them. Yeah. Great stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's how to be frightening without actually having to be violent, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's it. Um, And I think that's what, you know, Doctor Who's always been good at. Yeah, it, it's the, it's the it's the shock value. it doesn't say it's not. It doesn't have to be violent, you know. It's just it's the shock. It's the British. and people always go on about you know Mary Whitehouse sort of going about. It's the you know, back in if we go back to things like the Deadly Assassin, um, with with Tom Baker's Doctor being held under the water at the end of episode three, I think it was, um, and again it was only very very briefly, but I think it's enough just to keep. It stays in your mind, and I think that this, this whole Weeping Angel thing coming out of your out of the television again, it stays in your mind. Not to the to the the um, effect that Mary Whitehouse said it would, you know, it would you know render children into dribbling idiots. Yeah. Um,
1: but then, you then how do you, how do you complain about this? Because it's not actually nothing actually happens. No as such does it in no. terms of in terms of anything violent. It is purely going to be on the in the children's imagination. Yeah. And that's there's
2: what no it is. There's no scene
1: of actually someone being killed. Or no, no, attemp- exactly. There's, there's... Or someone attempting to kill somebody. No, there's nothing, you know,
0: um, nothing graphic, is there? No. And that's the thing. People, um, you know, they will read into it um, what they want to. Really. They really will. Uh, and, and just run with it. And they, they take it as fact. And But anyway, that's a... That's another.
1: That's another conversation, which I think I mean, we, which no, I think we've already are, had. <laughs> there are several people killed in this episode, but they don't need to be shown. No, you don't see it. No, no. But you do get. I mean, that. Then the more scary thing is the fact that they're then using the the voice to communicate the realization that actually he's been killed, and it's the angel talking. Yeah.
0: I think my only sort of criticism of that it's um, that was more or less sort of reused from Silence of the Library and Forest of the Dead. Yeah, um, where they're sort of they sort of linger on that little sort of chip, don't they? Um, yeah, it was sort of, okay, it wasn't exactly like that, but it was a similar sort of thing where they were speaking to the to the dead over over like a, a communicator. I thought that was sort of. And I think that's probably the only sort of of criticism of Stephen Moffat. He does tend to recycle his ideas rather frequently.
1: Yeah. I mean, the the, the interesting thing about it was actually the fact that on this, he did actually have the angels kill people as opposed to just send them into the past.
0: Yeah. Now, the Doctor did actually say in this episode that's not how they normally kill. They just sort of displace them in time. Yeah. Um said they must, and that that was the reason they just wanted to communicate.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, which was uh, which I think a lot of people forget about because I have sort of read other thoughts, Oh, well, that's ridiculous. The angels don't kill, and I, they obviously just miss that bit.
1: Yeah. Um. No, they're quite yeah. they're quite willing to kill and can kill. Yeah. It's just normally their chosen path was to. Yes. Send people back in time to that was it. That's how they, that way.
0: Yeah, that's how they. Um, that's how they f- sort of fed themselves, really, wasn't it?
1: Yeah,
0: and so they sort of got the energy they needed to, uh, to survive.
1: But uh, yeah, um, but then you had the whole. So I suppose in this situation, they didn't need the energy because they was getting it from the ship. Yeah, the set. So just kill everyone.
2: Yeah,
0: or not. Um, but then you had um, so Amy turning into an angel as well and obviously in this episode it was sort of the first stages of it Um, and I thought the, when I first watched it, and I I still think the same now the bit when she rubs her eye and all the the grit falls out between the fingers I thought that was really um, really clever Um, but if you remember watching um, Confidential the, the, the different ways they wanted to try and achieve
1: that Yeah. and I can't remember which one they actually went for now so, yeah they they'd had a previous idea, hadn't they, and they couldn't ended up not doing it and ended up by being put a patch over her eye. Yeah. You know, that had the um sand or whatever. I thought attached that... on the inside of her hand or something. Yeah, because
0: I thought that was one of the ones that got rejected.
1: That it didn't work it didn't look good or something.
0: Or then did they end up CGIing it in? I can't remember.
1: No, I think it was actually Was used. it the patch one? yeah
0: i remember that I remember that being on the on confidential but I can't remember if that's the version they went with but i mean whatever you know whatever they did it it was
1: still really really effective though yeah i mean I just made a logical con- conclusion onto the facts of whatever's an image of an angel becomes whatever has contains an image of an angel becomes an angel yeah on the fact that if you've looked at it, I just thought it, was, it was it's just, in your memory yeah. then your You're holding a a copy of the angel inside you.
0: Yeah. Which I thought was, yeah, again, it
1: it was a good, good twist on the whole weeping angel mythology. I mean, even the more subtle bit, actually, at the end of the scene in the um, shuttle, where she just, like, thinks she's got something in her eye. Yeah. Which is obviously the start of it. She probably didn't notice the first time round, but watching it again now. Yeah. Knowing where it's going. That's it.
0: But he also had the, um, her hand turned to stone as well. Or she yeah. thought her hand had turned to stone. Um, and I like the the doctor's way of actually sort of breaking her out of that was to bite her hand, which apparently, he, again, He'd going do, back to yeah. comedy, he did actually bite her hand, didn't he? So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I saying that, that re- her reaction to that was literally, yes, <laughs> she yeah. just had her hand bitten. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't acting.
0: <laughs> you see BBC... This is what Doctor Confidential
1: does. See, this is yeah. why it's got to stay. But okay, <laughs> it helps us reviewers. Yes, it does a lot more time.
0: <laughs> but it does. It, it lets you know how they actually achieve what they what yeah. they set out to do. I mean, I know certain people have uh, sort of commented it ruins the magic for them when they actually see it's actually done. Um, you know, with string and sealing wax. But I yeah. don't mind that. I like to see how these things are done, and so the. Countless other people as well, um, so that's why it's got to stay. Anyway, um, that's that's my little diatribe. Over. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that was that was going to cause them they sort of end up so getting pinned underneath the Byzantium, don't they? Yes. Um. Now, again, I actually before I get onto that, um, I've missed that I've missed that one little conversation between the doctor and Amy. When she's sort of calling the doctor out of it, is she your wife? Because she she talks to you like she's your wife. Yeah. Um. But then, of course, it's sort of like it, at the time when he just said, "Oh, yes." Yeah,
1: she starts off, doesn't she? she starts off with who's Mister Grumpy Grumpyface. Face? Yeah.
0: But when he actually says yes to that bit, and it's look on her face. Oh, she is, she is your wife. You know, and he said, "Oh, yes, I'm Mister Grumpy Face." Well, when he actually so when I first watched it, I did actually think, "Blimey." They're giving it away. Yeah. But of course, they didn't, did
1: they? Um, And it's still open to debate now whether he's he's actually married to her or not. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, again, that's another thing they used in uh, the end of A Good Man Goes to War, wasn't it? Around the cot. Yeah. Um, When I forget now what Amy says to him and he says no. And then goes, it's my hair. So he's talking to the baby and then as he walks away he's saying, he's saying can't you tell her something and he's saying it's mine which automatically you're thinking is is he saying the baby's mine and he goes the cot
0: that's right yes yeah I remember that now yeah yeah I like that little bit of misdirection
1: yeah yeah actually talking about that scene again I mentioned it at the time but the best bit is Arthur Darvill in the background Blowing his cheeks out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like very reactions. Rory's reaction would be exactly.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Now, anyway, get get back to this one. Um, actually, we skipped over quite a few things, and we sort of rattled through right to the end of the episode. But of course, it's the episode that introduces the clerics. Yes, as well, um, and the headless monks. Yes, it does. It certainly does. Um which I've totally forgotten about until I watched it again Uh this weekend.
1: Yeah. I totally forgot they were mentioned at the uh, in the museum at the beginning. And um, you're just wondering whether that's the fra- whether that was just a faraway lion in this episode, or whether he did actually have this image of them. Mm. He could have done when he introduced the clerics. I mean, is is this all been an idea?
0: Well, I'm just going to say, does this is sort of plan some sort of does this is sort of muck up the continuity a little bit? Because I, I can't, there's no real explanation as, as to why the clerics have turned against the Doctor. Because at that point in time, he, they were very quite well, and they sort of they knew who he was. And they they obviously knew that River had killed him, or so they yeah. think. But um, there was no sort of oh, this is the Doctor; he's our enemy. Unless at that point, this is. Actually, now I'm talking about
1: it, this must have been after that event. Actually, no, it still can't work out, can it? No. No, actually, no. Talking about, yeah, where this stands, yeah, because River's obviously in prison for killing him.
0: Yeah. So as far as the clerics are concerned... He
1: should be dead. Job, job done. Yeah. Hmm. Unless, of course, they're under the belief that this is the Doctor... As it is, the doctor from pre him being killed. They're fully aware that he's come from time before he's dead. Well, I think that, I think that, which is the case, isn't it?
0: Yeah, they're they're obviously aware of that, but it still doesn't explain why the clerics of come series six are against him. Where in but this is their future. So wouldn't they? Think, so wouldn't they think if, if it's the future, I think
1: he's still alive? Kill him. No, because they 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 know what's going to happen to him. So, as far as they're concerned, this is all part of the timeline. Oh, this is do <laughs> My Oh see, As did. far as they're concerned, this is all part of the timeline. They yeah. understand that he's um going to die. Uh, in by River Song is going to kill him. Yeah, by her hand. Yes. Um, so, as far as they're concerned, they can't do anything to him now because that would be interfering with time. Yeah, because you're sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> no, they they also know more than he does. Oh yeah, definitely. Because he does, so, he doesn't know anything about him dying or
0: anything at that particular point, does it? No, no. And even and even back then, we were just
1: surmising who River had actually killed. Yeah, I mean, this is just this the one that started it, wasn't it? it was yeah, because at the end of the next week's episode. Next week, yes, which it? we, yeah, we have, which we're not talking <laughs> about today. That's not talk no. next week. So, yeah, then this, the, the only the only line in this one was actually where uh, he says to River Song. Uh, the bishop says to River Song, "Does he know what you've done?" Yeah, that's right. He does yeah. Yeah.
0: So now, now, now you've sort of sat down and explained it to me. it, you know, it makes a bit more sense. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is a service I try.
0: <laughs> oh dear, oh, dear. So of course we we get to the end, and I still think this is it's a bit of a um a a weird cliffhanger. This one, even watching yeah. it now, I still think it's a bit. It's a, it's sort of strange cliffhanger. You see the. Uh, the Doctor shoot the gravity globe, and that's where it ends. is.
1: I'm missing Graham Norton. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, of course. This was the uh, the infamous over the rainbow um, sort of cartoon right at the right at the end, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, right. Over, actually, on the cliffhanger ending, it was
0: right over the Doctor's speech. It was saying that the the sort the, the, was it the last thing you want to put in the trap, me. Um, <laughs> a little cartoon, Graham Norton. Norton yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, that's a, yeah. You can blame the BBC's uh, policy now
1: on uh,
0: trailers. Yeah, as
1: sort of oh dear. They did. They did get a good kicking for it, like, Oh yes, they certainly did. They certainly did. You almost felt sorry for Graham Norman because it, was, <laughs> had nothing, it had nothing to do with <laughs> him, was it? No, <laughs> and he seems to get a kicking from it, as well. he? did. Actually, what I, what I think is he made he
0: made light of it on his uh, chat show the following week. And yeah. he actually said, OK, we're going to redress the balance. And he had, like, a little cartoon Dalek come on and exterminated him. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, you know, that was quite uh, quite good. But um, I'm surprised people didn't complain about that. What a waste of the BBC <laughs> licence fee payers' money.
1: Uh. Yeah, no, I'm almost disappointed. You could, there isn't an option to bring that into the DVD. <laughs> Uh, it's readily available on YouTube, no doubt. No, but this, this, yeah, this was also one of the, this, well, actually, we're, we're presumably getting away from, or going to be getting away from now, is the, you know, the Doctor, all-powerful Doctor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah this.
0: Because he does allow quite a few, actually, we're getting ahead of ourselves, um, no, actually, because obviously there's a lot more to come in, in uh, next week's episode. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he allows a lot of people to die in this particular episode because he he got it wrong. Yeah. Um, and then you get then you get him sort of chat Morris challenging the uh, the Weeping Angels. Yeah. At the end, um, and then he shoots the gravity globe, and that's where it ends, and, yeah. that, and that's as far as we can we can go with this particular.
1: Hmm. Story. It's actually quite a good cliffhanger, actually.
0: I'm I'm still not entirely
1: sure. I just think it's... It's not your typical... Well, it's, it's, like, we it's, don't realise he's shot the Gravity Globe. The gravity Globe, do we? So we don't actually know what... He's actually trying to do. Yeah, we... we, yeah, so we shot something on the... Well, uh, no, we, well, the I think, well, I think we know he, he's shot
0: the Gravity Globe. Um... But we just don't know why, do we? we just just tells them to jump. Yeah. You know, so it's a bit of a. To say it's just, a, I'm not gonna say it, it's not. It's not a disappointing cliffhanger. I so say it's just not your normal cliffhanger. It's a strange cliffhanger. Yeah. Because it's not, it's it's not sort of um, like anything's about to. It doesn't sort of end on something about to
1: leap on them or, or anything like that. I suppose that. it does, because if he doesn't do anything, then the angels are... But it, focus, in.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't focus on that particular bit, does it?
1: No. If you
0: see what... That, I mean, that's what, to me, it's still a strange cliffhanger, because it actually focuses on an exploding gravity globe, rather than like an angel about to pounce on Amy or pounce yeah. on the Doctor or whatever. Yeah. Um that that's your, your your typical cliffhanger, but this wasn't. That's probably a better way to put it. It's, it's not your typical cliffhanger, not yeah. to me. It's not anyway. But um, I, st- I still like it. I still think it's, it's a it's a damn good episode.
1: The other, the other line I didn't quite perhaps pick up on the first time when I watched it mm. was when he's talking to um, Angel Bob. Yeah. Um he says about you know are you the angel from the ship and it says yes and he's saying oh good that means you're not on the ship anymore which i didn't realize because actually at that point he was thinking to yourself well why is he taking them back to the ship that is quite true actually actually. yes that the ship was at that stage angel free
0: yeah, that I actually now you mentioned it, I, I hadn't noticed it until I watched it again this weekend. Um, so yeah, it, it sort of you sort of back to the Doctor, sort of trying to be one step ahead of the game there. Yeah, and he was sort of he was using the Angels against themselves. Really, they sort of discovered this this new power. Well, said not not discovered. Obviously, they knew they had this power, but they've it's new to us and new to the Doctor um, of you know communicating using. Was it the cerebral cortex of someone they'd just killed? Yeah. And again, that was... The way that Angel was... Well, they so they, they ripped, ripped the cerebral cortex from him. And, and again, that was quite graphic, but you didn't... Yeah. Again, it was graphic enough without actually seeing it, if you see what I mean.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, it's all said in a quite measured tone. It sounds nasty, doesn't it? Yeah, there's not... Yeah. There's no, you know histrionic screaming crying or no anything like that it's just very matter-of-fact this is how i was taken apart
0: yeah i'd like that i really did like that it was um yeah it, it was as I say it, it, it was it was just really well done without being graphic it was graphic yeah. it was graphic enough as you say in the way it was
2: delivered
1: yeah
0: and i think that just goes to show you don't need to see blood and guts and I think this is no. the, the whole problem when people think oh yeah it's got to be oh it's scary oh therefore you must have blood and guts no that's just not what horror and it's not horror as such but being, you know, being scary is all about it's all yeah. about atmosphere isn't it and way lines of dialogue is delivered
1: so yeah brilliant yeah. No, no there's absolutely nothing that I can pick holes in in this no, episode no me neither me neither. I absolutely, absolutely loved this particular story. And actually, going back to it again now, and you think to yourself, actually, yeah, no. There's nothing episode six is doing that's any better than <laughs> episode five. Wasn't no, it?
0: it's... um. I was actually really looking forward to, to watching it again.
1: Yeah. I really was,
0: Um, because I don't... Obviously, because of what I've... Sort of collecting... Classic Who now? I'm watch more Classic Who now than I than I do of the you know the new series. Yeah. So it's all. So a lot of it is all sort of still quite. Um, it's now becoming like a distant memory. So to watch it again, i sort of. It's actually quite enjoyable. Even for yeah. even for someone like Victory of the Daleks, which which was the last one um, we sort of did a retrospective mm. on. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure I'm going that far. <laughs> no, but, it, but I, I didn't mind going back to it. I didn't particularly like it as such. It was it was a, it was good up to a certain point.
1: Yeah. Oh, talking yeah. of which, a little bit of news. Oh, go on. Uh, Mark Gatiss has done Desert Island Discs this week.
0: Oh, has he really?
1: So it's on iPlayer. Was it was out? Was played this morning. So it's on iPlayer. I.e., from now.
0: Yes, because this is going out on a Monday. Yes. Yes. So um, it is available now, folks. There yep. we go. I didn't know that. I'm going to listen to that myself now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just suddenly remembered that. Ah,
1: excellent. Late bit of news. Just talking feature of the Daleks. Sorry, just <laughs> reminded me. I might actually
0: go back and edit you know, news flash back in into this. So... <laughs>
1: <laughs> go to our special report. Yes, it's <laughs> time to do a special report. Oh. <laughs> Can rattle some papers, can't he? <laughs> or he doesn't? No, he'll
0: just get some filth back into it again. I must apologise um, to anyone. <laughs> Listen, oh no, he, no he's... we're not apologising. No, time. no, I, I will. But for his he's seediness, <laughs> <laughs> but for when when his description on the front of what's on the front of those uh, good life underpants. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. He makes us laugh, but he's just the fact he's so bloody seedy with it as well.
1: <laughs> just the fact I didn't have rec- have the recording of the conversation that followed. Oh,
0: <laughs> podcast! Honestly, uh, dear, dear listeners, or oh, sorry, dear listener, um, <laughs> listener, yeah, dear listener, the um, the the off air stuff um, we we just could not put out at all. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> if you press your red button now, yeah. <laughs>
0: We just could not put the off-air stuff out in any shape or form. I think we would be arrested. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, 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 that will never ever see the light of day. Sorry no. about that. Anyway, I, th- I think we're we're done with this retrospective now, aren't we? Yes. Um, as I say, there's there's nothing we can um, we can pick holes in. We we I like it. You like it. Yeah. So we, actually, I think more importantly, we both we both still like it.
1: I actually stopped myself from watching. I had to stop myself from watching part two. Same here. Because <laughs> you he wanted to go straight into part two, and then I thought, oh, a because I wanted to actually sort of um, build get a feeling of watching it every week. Yeah. And two because I didn't want to get confused as to which happened in which episode. But I know.
0: I, I must. I'm now like, really
1: looking forward to watching episode same two. Same here. For next I was week.
0: I was almost at a couple of points this evening, um, going to just sort of jump ahead into the next episode. Because I, I I was actually beginning to wonder sort of earlier on today were sort of just texting you and saying, Oh, should we do this as the two parter as a, as one as one episode
1: tonight? But then I thought, no, we've got to pad this podcast right, out no, so yeah. it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't because I wanted to review both of them, I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't what you were planning to do. <laughs> because otherwise I was gonna be sitting very quietly while you reviewed the second part. Yes. Now, as I say, we've we've got we've got say what's new.
0: we we we've we've got to pad this out up until Christmas, so <laughs> Oh dear. Although we might have had an
1: idea of what we're gonna do. Yes,
0: we we've had a we've
1: had a, a bit of a We're keeping that one quiet.
0: Yes, we've we've had a cracking wheeze,
1: haven't we?
0: So yes, cracking wheeze. Um again that's off fair, it won't be repeated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh I mean, oh, we've also got an idea for um an end of year podcast But
1: we're We're in two minds about it at the moment, aren't we? Well, it's the mind that thinks it's a good idea And there's the mind that realises we actually haven't got any clue Of actually producing anything good
0: No, that's it um, Yeah, we're not going to say any more about it We're not going to say any more about it It's just it's just an idea But it, it does mean a, a, a bit more work on our part Which usually means it's not going to happen <laughs>
1: Well, work in our pot, i.e., being funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, nah, I don't think that's going to happen, really. But okay, we'll have we'll actually... to. No. no, 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 it's not. Oh, dear. Unless we do an X rated
1: one. <laughs> I don't know how that's actually going to help. <laughs> it doesn't mean we do it in the nude or anything, but. Although oh, no, that might improve the comic nature of it. <laughs> You speak for yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: should we stop now?
1: Yes, should we stop so. now?
0: Yes, let's stop. Okay, then, people. Right, we will be uh, back next weekend with uh, a continuation of a retrospective, um, and, it and will... second part. And, yes, and, se- and the second part of uh, which now I have totally forgotten the name of the next episode. Yeah. Oh, what is it? This is terrible. Call ourselves bloody who, fans? Well, I haven't watched it yet, so I can't remember. Nah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Oh, blimey. What is the next episode called?
1: I'll look look it up. People are are working out for themselves. Yeah, look it up. (laughs) Hang on. I'm not going to leave it like this.
0: We've got to say that we're knowledgeable. Hang on. (laughs) It's a bit late now. No, it's not. It's not. It's never too late. Never nope, too late. Never too late. Okay. Um, where are we? Yes. We'll be back next week. I could edit this, this previous bit out. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, we'll be back next week with we'll a continuing retrospective, uh, but the second of this two-part story, I uh, entitled Flesh and Stone. Of course it is. Of course it is. There we go.
1: My God. The times we do this... We, I always forget what the, the, the second part of a two-part one, though, what it's called. I always do.
0: I can, ne- I can never remember the, the, the previous... I remember one
1: part, one, one name of them, and I tend to refer to both of them by that.
0: Yeah. I can never remember uh, which order the first time we see R- uh, River Song. Yeah. Where it's um, Science in the Library of Forest of the Dead. I can never yeah. remember which is which. Which way round it is, rather. That's embarrassing. That really is embarrassing. Maybe, maybe we should write stuff in future. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't have to be funny, just so we could do that more. As you can get tons to the script. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. It will be. Oh, no, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> we would lose the clean tag if I do that.
1: <laughs> we would lose listeners if we did that. <laughs> <laughs> if we've got any left.
0: If we've got any left after this rambling nonsense. Yes. Dear oh dear. Okay. Right, we're definitely going to end it now. Yes. Yes, definitely going to end it now. So we'll be back next week with a retrospective of Flesh and Stone. So it is goodbye from me, Phil.
1: And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye.
0: If you want to leave any feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website, which is wwwwhos hecouk or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast.